Hey everybody, it's the Title IX Podcast on the Psycho and Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley with Elisa Woods, and despite it being colder than cold outside, we're happy to be here tonight for episode 11. It's cold as hell. It really is. Which is, uh, doesn't make any sense, but it's so cold out. So, but when I'm not pregnant, I hate being cold. When I am pregnant, I kind of love it. You should just go stand outside and the steam will rise off <laughs> your arms. Too. Yeah. No, my coat doesn't fit me right now at all. And I'm not mad but that it's not zipped up. So, we're recording on Thursday night. We're forecast to get a giant snowstorm tomorrow. I am very much looking forward to your angry tweets at the city of Des Moines for their slow snow removal. Yeah, you know what? They, they tweeted at me and honestly, I feel bullied. I do. So all I said was, y'all, wouldn't it be funny if my uh, road ever got plowed, which it literally never gets plowed. I saw I saw a plow come through about 48 hours after the second snow that we had, which is like two days later. Right. Yeah. No, it, it was just never going to get plowed. And so I was like, oh, sound off. Who else is who else hasn't been plowed? And the city of Des Moines like proceeded to send me like four long, more than 140 character <laughs> tweets about like emergency um, areas and emergency routes. And, um, you know, they'd been up tirelessly through the night. Which that, I'm sure they had. I'm sure Credit they to had. Them. But guess who only gets paid if it snows? <laughs> the rest of us. Right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> anyways, so I was like, wow, OK, let me just put my phone down. And then somebody who identifies themselves as a millennial, just a random person, said, you sound whiny and um, impatient. And I said, you, sir, are correct. <laughs> Did you really? No, I, I sent him a, a gif or a meme or something that said, who are you? Because I was literally like. Do you know me personally? Because it sounds like you do, because I'm both of those things. <laughs> and like I told you, telling a woman to be patient is right. just not a yeah. good thing. You might as well have said, calm down. I flipped <laughs> the table. Like, no. Well, I'm looking forward to it very yes. much. And um, they did start their, t- they did end their first tweet with, have some patience, which I have adopted in my line of work. For everyone who calls me, the first thing that I say is, have some patience. <laughs> you let me know how that goes yeah, for you. I'm, I'm about sure to get fired. Yeah, I think so. you might. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens, but mm. good luck to you. Thank you. So for a while now, Lisa and I have wanted to talk about former Cyclones in the NBA. And now that the men's basketball team is one and three and most likely going to be one and four after the weekend, we thought, what, you know, what better time to distract you with some statistics about George and Monte than right now? Yeah, and I had a lot of statistics until I literally lost my notes. Her so, dog ate her homework yeah, at this point. I don't have a dog. Um, this this podcast will be riddled with inaccuracies. <laughs> so No, you need to trust me because I have my notes and you know I did a good job. Okay. So I'll just pipe up with like, I like the color of their uniforms. <laughs> It's fine. It's okay. fine. Um, I also have a football story that I've been dying to tell you, but holding off because I wanted to hear your honest and authentic reaction. It is not about the NFL and it's not about the NCAA. So there's my teaser for you. Oh, it's yeah. not about OBJ. No. Oh. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Interesting. Yeah. So there's that. Well, I'll talk about that at the end. Is it about the CFL? Nope. The XFL? No, you can throw all the acronyms you want at me. You're not going to get it. <laughs> the 
AFL Arena Football League. Nope. Well, is it about like stop? Whip- I'll okay. tell you at the end. Okay. <laughs> I just like to guess. So it was a big week in the uh, local sports radio community. Yeah. Did you hear? That's putting it mildly. Yeah. So yeah, KXNO fired everybody and then rehired everybody. Um, Period. That's all we need (laughs) to say. Yeah. Um, How do you uh, find yourself in the hole for a certain amount of money as a company, you fire everyone and then have to rehire them for more money. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant strategy. I'm glad they did though. I really am. I heard somebody uh, call into, I don't know what show it was this afternoon because it wasn't the normal people on the show. Um, But he was like, I think this is all a conspiracy theory. And I think that um, they did it for the ratings and this and that. These are people's livelihoods. Right, right. I was like, well, and who I, I have no idea who it was on the radio, but was like, well, if that's the case, I worked a lot of shows (laughs) that I shouldn't have had to work. So, yeah. yeah, so fired the morning rush, fired um, Andrew Downs, program director, and fired sports fanatics, um, Ross and Chris. So obviously, you know, we heard it pretty early on um, from some of our friends. And honestly, like, I'm just going to start from the beginning. Um, my opinions is like, how dare you, you fire the only woman talking about sports on the radio or in the news in the entire city. How dare you? And one of very few across the state beyond that. And whether you agree with her and whether you like her style or not, I tend to agree with her because she likes Iowa State (laughs) and I I just like her as a person. And so for me, it was frustrating and that was disheartening. And, you know, they, they kept... Keith and Andy, who I love, but it's like, why do they have the rapport that Heather doesn't have? You know, she's been in this industry for a long time, too. So it was hard to hear, you know, that Heather had had lost her job, and it was hard to hear that I wasn't going to hear her voice in the morning. Um, But, yeah, her and Travis and Sean all lost their jobs, and then two days later, we find out that they got them back. And I think we owe a big kudos to all the crazy sports fans in central Iowa who tweeted, called, and wrote. And it was one of those moments which I think are increasingly rare in our you know, culture where the power of the people actually came to fruition. Yeah, so, so iHeartRadio let go of like 1,200 people. And 90% of the backlash that they got was from central, excuse me, central Iowa saying, you know, we love these, them. Yeah, these people that you let go, that's that's crazy. Like, I can't believe you did that. Um, and a, a lot of backlash on Twitter. It was all I saw on Twitter um, besides some new uniforms that Drake came out with. Which we should, we should talk about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty cool. They're amazing. Um, but, uh, I mean, that like, that's all I saw for days was, like, how dare you? And, I mean, I was retweet, retweet, Same retweet, here. retweet. So, so I don't, I can't tweet during, uh, I shouldn't and can't tweet during the workday. Yeah. And it was killing oh me. So as soon as I got in my car, I was like, 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 like. My, <laughs> <laughs> it was like in Toy Story when Rex goes with the remote control through the channels. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Okay. Nope. <laughs> Someone out there will know. Okay, I'm just smiling and nodding at you right now because I have it's fine. no idea. It was what a good movie about. reference. All it right, really was. good one. Um, also, I just 
it was a, another really good example of the way Iowans are fiercely loyal to their own. I mean, every yeah. time we saw it with the Carson King stuff, if you go after an Iowan and I, other Iowans perceive it to be unfair, we will destroy oh, you. Oh, yes. <laughs> we will find you. And it worked. Oh, so. yeah. It did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, I, I heard rumblings that possibly our own Jared will be on KXNO on the regular. Um, Hope that's true. He says. He's giving us no he indication. Says no comment, <laughs> but um, breaking news. Hopefully it's true because we love hearing our Jerry. We do. And hopefully he'll give us shout outs literally every time he's on the radio. And if he ever makes it big, he promised you wouldn't forget. Yep. Actually, so you know how Carol Burnett always touches her nose to tell somebody that, okay, well, uh, that could be a wrong thing. Anyways, she would always touch her nose at the end of her show to tell her kids, you know, that she said, hi, I had, I don't know if any of that is correct. <laughs> But Jared, at the end, has to do something. Maybe like, <laughs> at the end of his show, that made my ears pop. <laughs> like he That has was to do- horrendous. Oh. You know, owe an apology to everybody listening. You're welcome. Uh, well, she actually did pop her ears. That's great. <laughs> um, so he has to do something like that or like a cuckoo, cuckoo. We'll think of something good okay. for him. Thanks, Jared. Thank you. All right. Men's basketball, I'm not going to talk a lot about this because it's been talked about ad nauseum, but I do want to say, Jared, you and Bloom, I think, nailed something last week on Cyclone Fanatic Radio when you talked about how if Iowa State's going to win any games, they've got to come out as the aggressor and play with as much intensity and energy as everybody plays, everybody we play for the rest of the year. And I thought we saw that against OU, um, and I thought we saw that in the first half against Baylor. I think Baylor is just an exponentially more talented team and probably just, you know, ran away with it because mm-hmm. of that talent in the second half. But I saw flashes of hope, I yeah. guess. I think excitement and tenacity and scrappiness, uh, scrappiness and athletic ability can stay with a, a top team for the first half. Um, but once they go back into the locker room and make some changes right. and, you know, adjust, it, it's just tough when there is just a team that is better yeah I agree number two team but I wasn't mad I wasn't mad last night you know I just I felt like the first half they obviously stuck with them and obviously they shut down Halliburton so that's never a good sign yeah and he's just been so streaky and I hope I hope 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 that he stays for another year and no way he's there's no there's get that out of your head he's a lot of no no just let it go it's gone it's gone out of your head I you're insane (laughs) <laughs> if he was my son, I would say, like right now you're just too streaky and you need to prove. You guys that should when see the look tough. I'm giving her. If looks could kill. Okay, well everyone's <laughs> listening to me, so you shut your trap, <laughs> shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> I just think you just love him and want him to come back. Yeah, and I just think that like when. Um, when it does, when the stakes are high and it gets really tough and when somebody is focusing just on you, it's hard for him. And I think that both he and our team would benefit from possibly another year. I, he wouldn't, but I appreciate that the team would. So I will say last night when they asked him, what did Baylor do to shut you down? He was basically like nothing. It was my, like just a bad shooting night. And it just made me laugh because I was like, you gave them no credit for what they did, but whatever. Good for you. Yeah. So we'll see how Saturday goes. Another tough matchup against Texas Tech. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. Well, if you know, if we're talking about point guards that have uh, gone on to the NBA. Um, Monte? Nope. So oh. glad Lindell went and it worked <laughs> out well for him. Um, he's here in Iowa. Honestly, like, I don't want to hate on him. Um, no. He, he's doing a good job. He's scoring, you know, double digits, 16, 18 points a night. Um, not really playing to the hometown crowd as much as I think that we would like. Um but that's where he wanted to be. He wanted to be in the NBA, and, you know, th- that's where he is. Um, and he is just down at Wells Fargo Arena playing all the time. Yeah, he's not the only one. I mean, <laughs> well, maybe he is. How, who else have you seen come through this year? Um, I think uh, there. we thought that there was a Deontay Burton at first, but then that was a Deontay Burton from another team. <laughs> And then actual Who knew? right, and then actual Deontay Burton came. Um, Shayok is playing on a on a G League team, but his team does not play okay. the Wolves. So he's had some monster games, like 30, 40 point games yeah. this season. Yeah. So Shayok is playing really well, and kind of just makes me think about like when Nader was in the G League. Yeah. I think he was G League Player Later of the, the Year. year. Yep. Um, just like making a name for himself in the G League, and then now you know getting an opportunity. To, to play actual minutes um, in, the, in, in the pros. So we have Taylor Horton Tucker and Naz Long also primarily in the G League. So yeah. hopefully those are a couple of names we see move up as well. Yep. And then I know that Matt Thomas went down to the G League, but that was almost more of like a rehab after breaking yes. his finger, I would say. I think he was playing some solid minutes and, and putting up some solid. So I wanted to talk about him because he's shooting – ridiculous percentage from the arc and he had played overseas for a few years obviously and then his continued success behind the arc caught the eye of NBA execs and now he's uh, playing for the Raptors and I don't know if you follow the Raptors on Twitter Um, he had an he was you know he shot really well last week and had a really nice presence on social media. And I just think that's nice to see because that's how, I mean, that's how we get our news these days. And he is shooting a good percentage, but I, there's almost like an asterisk in there because it's like, he's he's shooting three or four shots a night. It's not like, you know, he's shooting 10 to 15 shots and making 60% of them. Right. And I mean, it's still, it's a great percentage and, you know, with more time and more opportunities and more trust from, uh, the other players, I think that he could still make 60% of his shots, you know, with six or seven shots and keep working at it. But, you know, he's he it has a slightly higher per, uh, three-point shooting percentage. Because of a smaller sample size? So smaller sample size, but as um, George Niang. Oh, that yes. So I want to talk about him because he was also big on social media last week. Um <laughs> He, he's when, had a, when the minivan got a car yes, wash. That was so good. Okay. So in there, um, he plays for the jazz in their win over the Hornets last week. He went bananas from three or at least bananas for George standards. Yeah. He had a three in every quarter. And yeah, like you said, instead of a Gatorade bath, it was a Gatorade water bottle, like squirting in <laughs> yeah. the face bath. And he said the minivan wasn't ready for the car wash. And oh my gosh. he has this really wonderful quality of just when you think you can't love him anymore, he says something or does something and it just makes me want to squeeze him. I know. You sent me a picture and you're like, how much do you love him? And I was like, I mean, as much as most cyclones love him, like, is this weird? Are you are It's totally you not weird? weird. No, definitely okay. not weird. Um, and then the other player who is really making an impact in the NBA is Monte. Mm-hmm. Um, saw a statistic from 24-7 Sports that last year he joined uh, former Iowa State players Jeff Hornacek and Jeff Greer as the uh, – so those are the only three players in Iowa State history, in program history to play in all 82 games in an NBA season. 
and he's doing he's on pace for that so far he's played yeah. in all of their game all the games for the nuggets La- as of last week he had the assist to um turnover ratio he was the leader yeah yeah and none of that's a surprise to no. us you know I mean, that's the player we saw and it's tough and it's tough and this is why you know i say that possibly um some certain players would do better staying another year is just I feel like oftentimes Cyclone players mirror in the NBA what they have done at Iowa State and so it's hard for me to say you're going to get into a new um, experience you're going to get to an into a new place with a new team and you're going to be a new man I don't disagree with you there from a developmental standpoint I just meant from the money standpoint of course it's going to be better for him to go to the NBA oh that's yeah. all I meant it, yeah of course from the money yeah. standpoint because we are hoping that none of them are actually getting paid for this right now <laughs> <laughs> yes we're so, hoping that that's true <laughs> so um a thousand times zero is, you know, still zero, right. but, um, there's some math there adding <laughs> maybe instead of multiplicity. Oh my gosh. I need to listen to the schoolhouse rock or something. <laughs> I think we both do. All right. Elise was wondering if this was their first podcast of the new year. And I said, I, c- I couldn't count back. That we far. have absolutely <laughs> no idea when the last podcast, we don't we even did. know what day it is right no. now. Absolutely not. <laughs> so the other two names were Abdel Nader and Deontay Burton, both of whom play for the Thunder. And they're getting, you know, kind of scrap minutes, but they're still minutes. So um, entering this year, this this was a good statistic. We had eight former players, which is um, in the NBA, tied for the 10th most in college basketball. So, I mean, it's a nice little um, statistic we can yeah. give to recruits at this point, which we know had an impact this year. Yeah, definitely. And I do recall from my notes, and, you know, this is surely wrong, <laughs> But Nader had slipped into the starting spot there, not necessarily off of merit, but possibly more off of that a lot of their wings are down. Um, hey, whatever. Yeah, you including op- Deontay. So. Yeah, I mean, whatever it takes, you get an opportunity to take it. Yeah. So. And then I also remember in my notes, too, that Deontay may have gotten a one-game suspension um, for something about not following team rules. <laughs> Um, which again is possibly just, you know, mirrored in what happened at Iowa state. And it's just like, you can't go to the NBA and escape like who you are and what you did. Like just cause all of that stuff is probably multiplied on a larger scale. Yeah. 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 But look at me using multiplication again. Get me a T9 calculator (laughs) and Deontay, honestly, I have to say this is probably one of my favorite Iowa State players and I really really like him and I want him to do well yeah guy's pretty explosive he's fun to watch yeah and he just looks kind of like he would be funny like he would be (laughs) like and I don't know him personally but I feel like he would be quiet um at a party and just like quiet 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 and then when everybody's like I think it's about to go about time to go home you know he would like break out something bananas and start talking about something crazy or start doing karaoke or something and just like restart the party. Someone who knows Deontay can let us know if that's accurate. <laughs> no, he'd probably just <laughs> still quietly, politely sit there. Um, I did some research for fun into the psych- former Cyclones that have been in the WNBA and we've oh. just not gotten any players to stick. We've had 14 total drafted um, since the initial draft, but for fun, I looked up uh, what Bridget Carlton has been up to. So she was drafted last year by the Connecticut Sun and then let go and then signed uh, by the Minnesota Lynx for the remainder of that season. Um, and since last year's WNBA season, she's been playing for Team Canada 
on the road for the Olympic qualifying. Um, they actually had a tournament in November and went three and zero, so they're the one seed. And they play a pre-Olympic or an Olympic qualifier tournament in February that I presume she'll be playing for. And in the interim, she's playing uh, professional basketball in Australia, and wow. she was named the league's player of the week last week. So she's busy, which is good to see. Yeah, I hope she keeps is making it up. money. Um, and, oh yeah, speaking of making yeah, money, that so. literally just popped in my head. But yeah, they they restructured a lot of the pay for the WNBA, which is very cool. Um, just the average pay has gone up significantly. Um, they have better um, better benefits. Family that, leave. Yeah, family leave. And I think also like um, fertility and all that type of stuff. Better coverage for that. And it's like all of these little things that's like, whoa, like they were playing without that like for example they weren't getting their own hotel rooms <sighs> yeah these that's are, the one there's these are obviously very athletic women so they started guaranteeing them spots on the plane with larger leg room like things that we would probably take for granted but are a big deal for people who are playing professional sports yeah yeah so good for them that was long time coming i saw a bunch of um former athletes tweeting about it as well and i think it was just one of those things that we can all celebrate yeah um speaking of the WNBA, somebody who will probably be there next year um the Oregon Ducks have a really good player right yes. now and we were actually we were just watching her um before we came here Sabrina how do you say her name? <laughs> and I was her name's Sabrina that and it's not the teenage witch but I read a, a um article that she had written um and she had talked about how Kobe Bryant had um, done that kind of special where he broke down her game and stuff like that. And that was, that was like her note telling, um, Oregon that she was coming back again. And so I, that's a really good read. Um, if you can find it from my poor description of <laughs> you what can. it was, you just Google it. <laughs> yeah. Google. Um, this. one more note about women's basketball last week, Baylor beat UConn and Hartford and it broke their 98 game home winning streak. They had Which, one more game. Yes. So it their previous record was 99. So yeah. they were one game short of their own previous record. And their previous record was like the record. Yes, right. So to give you context of when they last lost at home, it was 2013 to Notre Dame. I mean, I, I watched just, that game, actually. Yeah, I remember that, too. Um, and the Baylor Bears seems to kind of be a thorn in the side of UConn because last year Baylor was the team that stopped their 126 game regular season yep. winning streak so yeah a couple um, of powerhouses there well I wasn't done talking about Oregon but oh, oh uh, I'm sorry no that's okay oh, I'm, I didn't mean to cut they, you off they beat the U.S. women's um national basketball team this last year is like think about that think about like the best and it's hard to say with men's because the best fluctuates week to week but the best men's college basketball team going up against like the the best NBA players and just like that's hard for me to comprehend the best college team beating them and that's yeah. what the and they're not even ranked first right now like women's basketball is is something special right now I think I think so too and I think it's amazing to me that and you know I've thought about this before with not keeping um not having 
and a lot of cyclones in the WNBA for a long term. And we've had a lot of really good players flow through the Iowa State program. And that just goes to show you the caliber of players that are in the WNBA and in, col- in women's college basketball yeah. as a whole. Well, and, and in all fairness, you know, the, the professional sports isn't always the best route for a phenomenal athlete, unfortunately, especially as a woman. You know, it's it's not always the best option for a, a phenomenal female college player to go to the WNBA. It's just financially not, yeah, too. Right? Financially, exactly. Yeah. You know, they come to Iowa State and they get a good degree. It's more financially interesting and stable, really and viable. Yeah, yeah, to get a job at Wells Fargo or you know, principal or something. Stick around the Midwest and make really good money here as opposed to making 25 30,000 traveling around not having a family like that's tough yeah like, the WNBA that's why they had to restructure this is because it's like they see all of this new talent coming from college and they see like holy crap we're gonna have some really great players coming we have to make it look lucrative here we have to make the WNBA something that that these athletes want to come and do want to aspire to instead of just retire after college right so hopefully we'll see more of that with this new restructuring yeah I'm glad that that randomly got brought up because I had forgotten to talk about that yeah I love it um those Drake jerseys just quick Yeah. Amazing. Um, Boz Prince. I love everything there. Everything that they do. I walked through that store before Christmas and I was just like, I want everything here. Where is the store? The physical store? It's on Valley Junction. Okay. Valley Junction. So you can stop into the Iowa store, get some free fudge, and then head on over there. It's a good store. Um, Also, Big Acai is over there. I went there one time and it's like a smoothie in a bowl. Uh, I went last summer through a period of being really addicted to acai bowls. Really? Yeah. You are so fancy. <laughs> they're they're very expensive, and I think they're very high in sugar, but they taste so good, so I don't even it's care. It's just a smoothie. It's, they're good. And now I'm back to being addicted to smoothies. But Do we have a Jamba Juice here? I don't know. Oh, man. Doesn't that sound good? It does sound good. When it, gets, when it drops below zero, ice cream is okay. what I crave. I also have a – I do this, too. Ben thinks I'm an insane – we should go get ice cream later. Yeah. Okay. Jared, do you want to get ice cream? Jared's no, buying. He does not want to get ice cream. I could tell you that right now. All right. So my uh, story about football. Oh, yeah. I okay. forgot you had a story. So here we go. This Your dreams have come true. We now have the first female to have signed a multi-million dollar contract for full tackle football. It's in a women's football league set to debut in 2021 called the Women's Football League Association. Her name is Santia Deck, and she signed the deal as kind of the face of the league. And I researched her a little bit. She is apparently a successful rugby player and also well-known in the flag football circuit. Apparently, there's a flag football circuit. And she's also an Instagram influencer. She's a very beautiful woman, and, like, she clearly has figured out ways to – she's incredibly athletic. And so I think she just figured out, I'm going to run with this. This is going to be my, you know, my – the way I'm going to – um, market myself and she clearly figured it out. Um, she was offered, she was drafted in August of 2019 by the LA franchise, the LA Fames. And I think the league had intended to get started this year in 2020, but didn't. So my, <laughs> my fingers are crossed because I got to tell you, I went on their website and 
pretty amateur. Uh-oh. Okay? And Ja Rule is... <laughs> The owner okay. of the New York Stars. Okay. Um, is this a fire festival <laughs> thing? I think it might be. Okay. You know what? I was with you until you dropped Jaw Rule. This was an actual article, like from verified sources. So I have some serious questions about this. Uh oh. <gasps> Listen, I will bring. <laughs> Jared, Jared is objecting to our <laughs> Jaw Rule slander. That's, that's rule number that's Ja Rule number one. He says Ja Rule. No, you guys can't hear him because he thought he wasn't going to have any fun on this podcast, so he didn't get himself a microphone. That's really too bad. Ja Rule. So, okay, but listen. Wait, I just, <laughs> I just looked up Ja Rule in the top story from today. Hala hala, Ja Rule, now a tax guy, wants to help you with your dollar dollars. <laughs> Ja Rule roasted for promoting his tax preparation company. Um, ja Rule argues if celebrities left social media, platforms would fail. Okay, well, hold on. It's a, it's a shirtless picture of Ja Rule to start off. It says book Ja Rule for your next event. He wants to do it for Cyclone Fanatic. Listen, I will can be there if Jeffrey Bruce Atkins, better known by his stage name as Ja Rule, American rapper, singer, and songwriter. How much and does Ja Rule uh, charge for an appearance? Probably more than Ja Rule. <laughs> well, he is the fire festival dude, right? Or am I off? No, it wasn't his fault. Okay, no, but he was. He was. It's that's who. That's the. Well, he's clearly a genius entrepreneurial mind because he now owns the New York Stars in the WFLA, which is gonna make it. Okay, let me just finish my last part about this. They have like it's actually set up. They have thirty-two <laughs> teams, two divisions. The best team name was the Birmingham Bombshells. Definitely getting one of those jerseys. And their plan is to play eighteen games in eighteen weeks. And then their playoff system is set up similar to the NFL. And then, get this, they don't play in the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. They play in the Diamond Bowl. Oh, gosh. I want this to succeed so bad. So bad. Okay. (laughs) And then I had questions, too, because she signed this multi-million dollar deal, and the (laughs) specifics are yet to be disclosed. (laughs) I'm just not lying. I'm just reading the lyrics to uh, Ja Rule songs right now. (laughs) <laughs> oh, things really took a nosedive here at the end. No, this is the best day of my life. We didn't know we were going to do this podcast because of, because I had a full pregnant meltdown, full <laughs> mental pregnancy Someone meltdown. Someone was crying and I'm not going to say who. It was me. <laughs> just hysterical before this and jared's like uh do you guys want to do this another time she powered through she powered through i don't want to do another time we're here we're laughing everything is fine this was no listen i am bipolar (laughs) i am diabetic and i'm anemic so and i'm here and the baby is big will you change your twitter your twitter bio to all it says is diabetic, anemic, bipolar. <laughs> yes. Mother of almost two. Oh, uh, that sounds great. I don't have anything else to say. I'm always on time. <laughs> That's a really good rendition of Jarrell, guys. And then Ashanti comes in. <laughs> He's, it says, I got the Bentley validated. 
I'm just outside of Jersey. <laughs> okay, we'll just stop. Uh, I'm in love with a church girl. Wait, is that the movie? Is this the movie? No, that's a movie. No, I've I have heard of this. I've heard. <laughs> uh, for one of the kickoff parties next year, we're gonna auction off <laughs> a watch party with Jared. And what's the movie called? I'm in love with. I'm in love with the church girl. Love with the church girl. Ja Rule. Yeah. So. Um, during the Cyclone Fanatic kickoff last year, the Woody experience. Yeah, we've talked about this. <laughs> I know, but I'm going somewhere. Not what you think it is when you hear the Woody experience. It's a night with Jeff Woody. Um, we're, we're really pushing, and I'm. this is going to be an ad on our show until the next Cyclone Fanatic, a night with Jared, <laughs> the, the stands experience is hopefully going to go for more. So all you cougars out there, get your cash, start putting your pennies in your piggies because the stands experience is going to be, we're going to go to this little bar um, outside of Inkney called... Oh, uh, Bub's, Bud's Pub. Bud's Grub's Pub. Grubhub. Grub's Grub's Pub. Grub's Pub. I've been there two times yep. and I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Jared will <laughs> sing you a little ditty. Um, and then you guys will go to a uh, uh, very romantic undisclosed watch party. Location. Undisclosed location for a watch party where you will watch I'm in love with a preacher's daughter. Church girl. I'm in love with a church girl. Um, and Jared will promise to keep his hands to himself. Jaw rule number one. <laughs> Unless it goes for more than like 2,500, then jaw rule number one's out, out the window. Out the window. And he'll get real handsy. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm sure we'll need some legal disclosures for that, but we'll get there. No, absolutely no legal disclosures. I just noticed that you have uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg on your shirt. I do. That's awesome. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. She's she's pretty great. She's a she's no jaw rule. Wait, um, I she is a where's the where's the jaw rule song? I just a down bleep bleep. You're gonna have to look it up, but that is what Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. Um, and another song is it's Murda. Murda. Jared's favorite song that'll be playing in the background as we drive we will take you in a um in a short bus from the grub grub hub to Cubs pub um the preacher's wife where where you'll watch that movie um and that song only Ja Rule music will play from one place to another and then you're gonna have to uber on the way back because we only we only get the short bus for like an hour Okay. <laughs> the stands experience, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now uh. Steph's going to say goodbye, and I'm going to say goodbye in a different way. Go Cyclones. Go State.